This is the Growing Up Rock Podcast with your host and tour manager, Stephen Michael. Hey, hey, welcome to the Growing Up Rock Time Capsule. And today we are talking with Bill Algy from Ages of Rock. What's going on, Bill? Hey, man, how you doing? Doing great, man. Thanks so much for sharing your Growing Up Rock and Roll story with our listeners. Hey, no problem. That was cool. Um, you know, I like your, I like the show. It's awesome. Um, it, yeah, I think I've listened to five episodes so far. Cool. Six, something like that. So I'm, I'm trying to keep up. <laughs> Are you listening to them in uh, chronological order? Yeah, I think I've listened to most of them in chronological. Yeah, I think so. I think I, the first couple I kind of got backwards, but I listened to the first one first, and then I listened to the third one second. But other than that, I think I've been trying to keep up. So they're great, man. Good job. So um, tell us, tell us um, your your kiss story. Tell us uh, all about the uh, the first time you took your son to see Kiss. So um, it was in uh, so I was eleven the first time. So I tried to get to where I could take them all, and I kind of mentioned that a while ago. But mm-hmm. so around that same age, and um, that for me was just more of an interesting thing for me. And I don't know that they really cared, but um, a sentimental thing. It was a sentimental thing uh, for me, for sure. And it was, and I went with my dad. My dad took me the first time, and he actually went with me even after that because he really thought it was cool and he enjoyed it. So, um, and he's taken my brothers and my sister, and it's been so. It's kind of a family thing for us. And actually, he went. Oh, uh, it's probably he went on the reunion tour. I think was the last time he went on the went, but um, so it was important. So um. There was a Friday that he had off of school for, I don't know, teacher's thing or something like that. And um, they weren't going to be in, in Indiana. They were in Chicago and at the United Center. And I was just really messing around, looking at tickets and trying to see if I could find some tickets. And um, it was there were not tickets available, so you had to go through a scalper. And I was just flipping around on the scalper thing. And um, it's like StubHub or one of those kind of things. And, um, I actually accidentally bought two tickets <laughs> accidentally. What a bunch well, of crap. I know that's what, but if my wife listens to this, she has to know it was an accident. So you got to play along. Oh, dude, You're totally <laughs> lying. And I'm totally narking on you right now. <laughs> because, because I swear How do to you God, even I, say that I, with a straight I, face, man? I'm my face isn't straight. Trust me. And, but, um, I've seen Kiss 42 times, which isn't a lot Holy compared to a lot shit. of people. Are you serious? But it, yeah, but it's not a lot compared to there's people that have seen him, you know, a, a ton more than that. But that is the those are, those are two of the most expensive tickets I've ever bought, and I would pay that money again today to do what we got to do at that show. So, um, anyway, so I I I I went in and I I told my wife I told Lisa what I did and she's like yeah you did you liar you didn't buy them on accidentally and whatever anyway and um so I wanted a plan it had to be special right so I'm one of those guys that likes to plan stuff and have things be special and 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 mean something mm-hmm. so um he had a day off he had the day off school and we were looking at basketball goals so I told him we we're going to go get a basketball goal but we had to drive to the north side of Indianapolis so we're driving in the north side of Indianapolis, and he goes, well, where are we going? And I said, well, I don't know where the place is, but there's a map in the glove compartment. 
So he opens a glove compartment. I had set the tickets in the glove compartment to where when they fell, when he opened the glove box, they would fall out on him. Right. Because the way, and I mean, I'm telling you, I was in the car planning this. I had, <laughs> I had them in the envelope, out of the envelope. I mean, in all kinds of different ways. So he opens the, he opens the uh, glove box and they fall out in his lap. He looks at them and immediately starts crying. And then and he, he goes, started crying. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, it was, uh, I don't know. There were 10 miles. I didn't see 10 miles of the road. Um, <laughs> he, he starts crying. He goes, are you serious, dad? And I'm like trying to tell him yes. And, but you know, I, it was actually, to be honest with you, I, you can't, I'm glad you're not videoing this because I got goosebumps and um, it was just one of those moments that I hope he remembers because I remember it in vivid detail. Uh, trust um, me, trust me, he will. And this is this is the emotional connection between music and and uh, uh, just you know life uh, happens. I gotta ask you, and this is straying from the point, and we'll get back to the story here in a second. But you're one of those dudes that plan like this massive uh, way of um, proposing to your wife, aren't you? I did. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I, I almost it have to ask, what's the story? Can you give me the story in like a, in a, in a, a small, uh, quick yeah, bit? So, yeah. So, um, I proposed to her, to her at, at Christmas Eve at, um, her parents' house and it was, um, her nickname was, Te is, is bear. Her dad called her bear because she's grumpy in the morning. So <laughs> I got a teddy bear cookie jar and, um, the, the head was in one box and the body was in another box. So in the, in, when I wrapped it, I, the, the, the head of the bear, I wrote a little story in the head of the bear about this is the brains of the bear. He has great, you know, he always thinking about, you know, you and this, that, and the other, and some really kind of romantic thing. I'm whatever. Yeah. And then when she unwrapped the body of the box, I said, inside this box is the heart of the bear. Um, you know, and put a bunch of stuff. And I taped the ring to the bottom of the inside of the, of the, uh, cookie jar shit i've never i haven't thought about that for a long time that's dude, too i just when you started telling me about that i was like this dude did so, like had a 50 piece orchestra on a cloud playing with gene simmons descending from the ropes and uh, uh proposing to his wife i knew it i just knew it all right sorry we we, we digress back to the story that's that, that's good though that's great great segue you're a great interviewer there you go <laughs> So we get to we get to Chicago. We had to we we didn't couldn't stay in Chicago because of just there were some things going on there. Couldn't get a room, so we stayed south of Chicago. We went to have dinner. I think that, I think it started at six at seven o'clock, and um, we were I was so I was so bloody excited. I mean, I'd been so many times, but I was so excited for him to get there. We went to I took him to Giordano's to get pizza in Chicago, which is a great pizza God place. Love it. The, yeah, love the pizza. <laughs> Little side note: I got a parking ticket that I ended up later arguing and got out of nice. which was awesome um but anyway i got a parking ticket and um so we get to the venue as united center we get to the venue we are the first people at the venue so <laughs> what, what time did you get there <laughs> i don't i don't know but thinking back it must have been like two i don't know i think it was like four o'clock or something like that okay. we didn't I mean, we just didn't really have anywhere to go and so we got there really early we were i mean literally we were like the second people in line first or second people in line to the door and for and um, for our listeners, this was in 09, right? Yeah, so we had seat. It wasn't like we had to be there early. <laughs> right, yeah, this is this is 09. So is this, uh, refresh my memory, is this the original four guys, though? Um, or had, had they parted ways with Peter by this time? 
I think they parted way. I think they parted ways with Peter by that time. Okay, Ace was still there though. I'm trying to remember. Oh, damn, nine. man, I can't remember. Yeah, I mean, I know they. Is it no? It was that was the Alive Thirty Five tour, so it wouldn't have been. It was neither. Neither original. It was neither guy. of them. Okay. No, it was neither. It was neither of them. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So, um, we get in. We get in the venue. We walk in. He's he's never been in a venue like that. This is his first big concert wow. he's ever been to. So we go to the United Center and we're sitting there talking and we're we're sitting there and there's like nobody. I mean, there's like very few people in there. Um, he's like, oh, this is really cool. And he says, hey, can we go get a pin? And I said, like a pen, like what kind of a pen? He goes, like a like a pen, like if when they sign autographs after the show's over. And I'm like, dude, you look around. There's like seventeen thousand seats in here. <laughs> yeah, we're not getting they're, autographs. They, they're not signing autographs. And he goes, Well, let's just go look around anyway. So we went out, we looked around for a little bit, came back, and here's where the story gets really interesting. So we sit there for a while. And then some people come up and sit behind us, and um, I'm listening to their conversation, and we're kind of talking to them a little bit. Wait, eavesdrop, Bill. Uh, hey, th- trust me, dude. <laughs> you're gonna you're, when you get through listening to the story, you'll say you are the eavesdrop king, and you deserve everything that happened to you that day. <laughs> Carry on. Yep. So um, we're sitting there listening, and and they're uh, I can hear them talking, and they were from A and E. So if you think back to 2009. There's a little television show on A&E, right? Family Jewels. With our buddy Gene Simmons. Yep. uh, Family Jewels. So I'm listening to the conversation, and there's like eight of them there or whatever. And um, I'm talking to them about Kiss and stuff like that, and they said they'd never seen Kiss before. And, you know, they said, oh, we're here. You know, I said, well, what are you guys here for? I said, well, they said, well, they're from the Chicago A&E or the A&E market for Chicago, and they've got – they're going to meet Gene because they have some promo material to give him. And they, um, they're going to meet him before the show and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's awesome. You just, you're, you never been to see Kiss and you get to meet Gene Simmons for the first time. I've seen him like 30 something times and I've never met him. <laughs> I said, that doesn't seem fair. Um, but, you know, they were fine. They were really cool people, whatever. Well, then I hear one of them say, hey, well, so and so and his wife didn't make their flights not going to get in before we have to, before we have to meet Gene. So, I don't know what we're going to do with these extra, these two extra passes. Well, I stood up, turned around, and went, I can help you with that. Wow. <laughs> I said, if you don't have anything to do with those two passes, I'll be glad to take those off your hands if that would, if that would help you at all. And they were like, oh, no, you know, we can't do that. They have to be A&E people or whatever. And I said, okay, that's cool. You know, hey, it never hurts to ask, right? Yeah. The worst, the worst thing you can happen is they can tell you no. Right. So... We're sitting there, Alex and I are sitting there, and this guy walks up, and he introduces himself, and he says, uh, hi, and I th- 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 I can't remember his name today. Um, introduces you know, himself name. to you guys or to the people yeah. behind you? No, introduces himself to me. They had left. The people behind me had left to do the, to go meet Gene. Okay. And uh, I told him, I told Noah, or Alex, I said, this, this thing going to happen, dude. It's just the way it is. So he comes back, and he says, hey, you know, so I've been thinking about that, and he goes, um, you know, my name's so-and-so. I'm the president of the Chicago A&E, and I'd like to invite you and your son to meet Gene Simmons. I think I I'm, I might have pissed my pants. I don't know. Um, I know that I was very dysfunctional because Alex kept going, are you okay, Dad? And the guy kept asking me if I was okay. <laughs> nice. But um, we got armbands uh, for the meet and greet, and then um, he – escorted us down to where Gene was. And, um, 
I mean, I must have been really shaken up because I was trying to I had a cell phone at the time, so I was trying to call Lisa to tell her what was going on, and I couldn't even I couldn't even talk on the phone. I mean, I was so it was so I was so unbelievable that it was actually happening. Yeah. And um, so we get around the corner, and the guy stops, and there and there's a guy with uh, um, one of the road guys that were there um, st- uh, from manager one of his managers or whatever, and he said, "Okay, you guys need to just take a deep breath for a second. And he, Gene is right around the corner. Just want to make sure you know that. So I don't want you to like go, go around the corner and just freak out or anything. I'm like, well, dude, I'm already freaking out. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed this or not. Now, now how far, how, how, um, uh, like how early is this? How, how be, how much time like before the show, say it's an eight o'clock show. So what is this like around seven or something or. No, it wasn't even that early. Actually, um, it was it was probably ten minutes before Buck Cherry opened the show. It was ten minutes before they came on. Okay, and that's that's who was opening was Buck Cherry. Yeah, that was Buck one Cherry. of my next. And I was questions. excited to go because I wanted to see Buck Cherry. I like them so. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we walk around the corner, and there he stands in his in the full makeup. Gene Simmons regalia, makeup, the whole bit, and I just couldn't freaking believe it. I just I couldn't believe it, and. So there was me and the people from A&E. They were all really nice. We're trying to take pictures of the phones. Gene was super cool. Um, the cool thing is that for that, um, his outfit that day, he had on like this body armor. There was, I mean, that, that for that tour, um, he was like a football out, you know, like football pa- shoulder pads, like he typically kind of wears. And with this body armor, that was a real chrome plated and then he had spikes on the edge of it. Well, inside the chrome what you can't see is he has pockets in there and he has, he had gum in one side of the pocket and the other side had three Sharpies. So that's where he keeps them. That's cool. It was cool. And so he went to get a piece of gum out and he dropped his package of gum and he can't bend over cause he's got those, you know, yeah. seven inch heels on. Yep. And so Alex reaches down and picks his gum up and hands it to him. And you know, it's that moment. You know, do you remember the mean Joe green commercial? I, where the kids I was thinking the same thing <laughs> when you were, yeah. when you were telling me this story, I was like, mean Joe green. That's yeah. exactly it. I'm like, I wish I had a commercial. I mean, I a video of this. Um, he gave him it back. He said, Hey, thanks kid. I really appreciate it. He said, Hey, can I sign your shirt? He asked out, he asked him if he could sign his shirt. And so he signed his, he signed his shirt. And then, um, did he had like signed, a concert shirt. Did uh, Alex? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, he had a. Oh yeah, I got him a concert T-shirt. So he signed it. It has never been washed since two thousand. Since that day in two thousand nine, and um, it's been in plastic wrap. <laughs> cool. And um, so he signed for me. He signed my ticket, and he signed it in um, in silver, which is what he signed Noah's black. Sh- I mean Alex's black shirt in. And um, he looked at it. and He goes, "Oh, you can't even read this." So he signed my ticket again um in black he took i don't know how many photos with us he took i don't know 10 something like that yeah. and the people for me were all taking the pictures and um then we got to stand there and just watch we talked to him for just a few minutes it wasn't very long but they were gave him some promotional materials he was looking at it and said hey this is really cool and he said you know this i don't this now nah, this doesn't look good at all don't use this and you know so they were he was doing some you know actual business and yeah. we just stood there and watched and um when it was over, we walked back with the A&E people and they took my name and information and they sent me a CD with all the photos of everybody. Nice. And, um, which was just really cool. And, um, it was a really great experience and we got back in time to hear, um, 
which I thought was great having my 11 year old to hear uh, the last dude. song. Yeah, the last. Yeah, great. Yeah, the last. The I last knew it. Song. Yeah, the last song for Buck Cherry, which is actually my favorite Buck Cherry song, which was Crazy Bitch. Yeah. And it didn't matter. I was singing as loud as I could sing because it was awesome. I got to tell you, man, I never went to a concert at 11. I mean, it, I was I was in high school before I really went to my first concert. I mean, I'm sure that I went to, you know, probably like local shows and maybe, you know, maybe something that I cannot remember that wasn't rock and roll or something, but... Uh, I didn't go to my first concert until I was, um, uh, I think, probably a sophomore in, in high school or something, a freshman or sophomore in high school. Um, so that's that's crazy to go to your first Kiss concert at 11 years old, man. That's awesome. First Kiss concert, 11 years old. You get to meet Gene Simmons. Yeah, life's life's over. Pretty good. You got nothing, you know. So you so, got so. You gotta send us. You gotta send us one of. The, you gotta send me one of those pictures so I can throw it up on oh, the yeah. website for the listeners to see. Yeah, I can do that. Um, it, it's just and it's funny. He he texts me. Um, so I have bought tickets for other shows and asked him if he wants to go. And he got, he 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 did go to the Sonic Boom tour because I had bought a package of tick of tickets, but he only went because we had an extra ticket. But. Yeah. If I ask him if I if he if I ask him, hey, I'm gonna go see Kiss. Do you want to go? His answer is always no, because there's no reason to go. Nothing will ever top that. So when we went, we had and when we went, it was at the state fairs when they were doing the state fair tours. We had seats on the eighth row for the state tour. I mean, it's that that show, and he was like, "This is okay, but it's not the Kiss that I got to see." Right. I was like, "Okay, you know, it was. It's just it's." It's just amazing that he he, but it's funny because he talks about it all the time and he talks about it to his buddies and he's in college now and he texted me two weeks ago and he goes hey can you send me that picture of me you and Gene and I have it on my phone and and uh, he talks to his buddies about it and tells them and they're like you didn't meet Gene Simmons and it's it's crazy here it is and so so was there more to this story because you you had talked about uh something embarrassing or was that was that already you'd already talked about that oh i think the embarrassing part was me there was the was the guy from a and e um you know making sure that i wasn't going to go over there and throw up or pass, pass out, out or... <laughs> bill algae is like the screaming chick in the beatles video oh i totally <laughs> was a screaming chick in the beatles video <laughs> and, 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 the, and the thing for me was um that for me, that was the guy in Kiss. That has, yeah, that was your Kiss has, guy. That was my guy. I mean, he hung over my bed. Yeah, he hung behind my wall. I mean, behind my bed, he hung on the. Well, that's not true. Farrah Fawcett hung over my bed. Gene hung behind the bed. <laughs> yeah. Um, in 1978. Um, and then um, you know, that was he was my guy, and and to have that opportunity to meet him was just ridiculous. I mean, I just. I never dreamed it. Hey, and, man, and... this is a family show. We don't want to hear about Farrah Fawcett hanging over your bed, bro. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. That, yeah, that'd be, that, that would probably be on, on, a, on a different podcast that we've seen recently when we were at the expo, right? Yeah, definitely, for sure. <laughs> I'm sorry, I digress. I take it where no, I no, get that's, it. No, totally, it's, it's totally cool. 
appreciate you uh, sharing your rock and roll story with us. That was awesome, and uh, it's fun for me to hear like the how it gets passed down uh, through the generations uh, of algaes from your dad to you, and now you to your son. Pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. All right, anything else for our listeners before we uh, we end it? No, can I shamelessly plug the podcast? You may absolutely shamelessly <laughs> plug Ages of Rock. Go, go That's for right. it. So you can find us at Ages of Rock, uh, www.agesofrock.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Um, we are on um, Stitcher Radio. Um, you can find us about anywhere. We are on iTunes. Download the podcast. Give us some reviews. Fives are great. We appreciate those. And um, I really want to thank... Um, you know, Stephen for having me on the show and, uh, he has been a great, he was a great guest on our show and, you know, this podcast world seems really big and it's really kind of small and it's great to have made some really good friends. So I really appreciate you asking me to be on here and, uh, the time with you today. So thanks a lot, buddy. Awesome. Yep. It's, um, it's all about the community and, and we like, uh, crossing over to different, uh, podcasts and, um, if you go to growinguprock.com website, um, you will see the guest episode um, that we did on Ages of Rock. Um, so uh, we posted that episode on our website um, uh, on guest appearances. And um, uh, so you can check that out and um, uh, just tune into Ages of Rock on a weekly basis. They, uh, they talk about a lot of uh, interesting uh, kind of rock and roll stuff. I mean, same uh, type of music that we like here at Growing Up Rock. Um, so uh, for sure, uh, Bill, once again, I appreciate uh, you spending some time and uh, uh, we can't wait to uh, cross over onto Ages of Rock and come do another episode with you guys because we just like talking rock and roll. Sounds great, man. All right. Until next week. Peace. See ya. You really like my
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 